Well, we're excited to continue on with this podcast. We are talking about lies that we listen to. Um, Sierra and I have had a conversation where she's interviewing me. She's interviewed Pastor Adam. She's interviewed uh, Pastor Lexi. And this time I get the privilege of interviewing Pastor Sierra. As we talk about powerlessness, this lie that we easily listen to, that we focus on, that we can find ourselves meditating on. But before we even get there, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Sierra. Um, that's a, a fun fact. And then also, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I, I'm married to Caleb Smith. He's also on staff as the youth pastor. We have the cutest dog in the world named Theo. Um, he's 10 months old and we're obsessed with him. Uh, we are loving what we're doing in ministry, both with the youth and then myself. I am a part of the creative arts team mm-hmm. as well as our mm-hmm. online pastor. Um, and so we are living our best life right now and having a great time. I'm originally from California, mm. so I moved here seven-ish years ago, and now I'm a Washingtonian. Officially, you've disowned California? No, I haven't. Oh, Not okay. in my heart. It hurts yeah. to say I have. So. Yeah, on a day like today where it's like cold and right, dreary. Right, when it's snowing. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way I'm dis- disowning. Uh, well, let's jump into that. Let's talk through, you know, the topic of powerlessness. Mm-hmm. When you hear that at first, what comes to mind? Yeah, I think about situations that, um, I mean, it sounds cliche to say that you have no power in, but when I am in a situation and I have done everything I could do to wield it the way I want it to go. And that's just not enough. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind Hmm. of where my brain goes. And I think so often we find ourselves in those positions, whether it be, you know, financially, we could be as smart financially as possible and then hit a time like we're in Hmm. right now and just really struggle with finances or we can do everything we can to, I don't know, have great children. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but yeah. um, but then so many times people find their children doing things that they never thought they would. Or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there's just there's situations that we're in that we just don't have control over. Why do you think it bothers us so much? I think we've all probably been there when the extent of our effort, the extent of our ability, the extent of our power isn't good enough. Why do you think we struggle with that so much? Yeah, I mean, I I do think it depends on personality too. And I know I've gone through seasons of my life where I'm very easygoing and I'm like, yeah, I'm not in control, (laughs) whatever. And then there's other times when I know I'm 100% doing everything I can do and it just doesn't feel like it's enough. Mm -hmm. And I think it it brings up those feelings of not being enough, not, um, I don't know, being special enough, having mm. enough skill, mm. having yeah. enough whatever it might be when things feel out of your control, it's hard not to internalize it. Mm. Even though there's circumstances, like we're saying, out of our control that that just we have nothing to do with. When you even said something about, um, you know, the things we have that aren't good enough or yeah. even what, what came to mind is oftentimes we feel powerless or we feel like we can't accomplish the things we want because we're living a life of comparison. Right, totally. You know, we don't feel special enough because we see yeah. how special other people yeah. appear or we don't have the money because we see apparently these people have the finances that we want. Yeah. Um, you know, as we think through that comparison, why do you think that's so detrimental? Yeah, comparison, comparison is uh, the killer of confidence for sure. 
And I think it's just when we focus on the things that we don't have instead of the things that we are given, um, then we're constantly in need of more. Mm. And that that mm. place of always wanting more, never being satisfied, um, never feeling like you have enough or are enough, it mm. just makes you always feel in want. Mm. Whereas if we can look at our circumstance and say, God, you've given me all that I need, mm. how much more, um, what's the word, contentment do we have yeah. in yeah. our daily life? Yeah. And we go, I have everything I need and more. Um, and so, God, I give this day to you. Whereas mm. the opposite is they have something that I want. And so my day, my week, my month, my year is going to be about attaining mm. that thing. Mm. And it just shifts our focus away from the Lord and towards mm. the things that we do not have or yeah. are not in our control. When we think about powerlessness, let's talk about a time that you have felt powerless. Yeah. Um, the time that I immediately think of is it was about two years into me and Caleb's marriage. And I had been doing a job at Northwest University that it was a two-year contract. Mm -hmm. When the year was over, um, or when the two years was over, you moved off campus, you know, mm -hmm. it, it was done. Um, and so it's nearing the end of my two-year contract. COVID happens. Um, and then we are trying to find a place to live and I'm trying to find a full-time job. I was finishing up my master's, graduated, um, and then I was trying to figure out what I was doing next. But then we had this huge pandemic and nothing was for sure. Mm. And so, you know, I was one of the naive people that was like, yeah, it's going to last like two, three weeks and we're going <laughs> to you know, get to hang out together and have fun. And yeah. and then it started lasting longer and longer. And so, yeah. you know, I'm getting down to the last month of my GA position. And I'm like, I don't know where we're going to live. Mm. I don't know uh, what my job is going to be. You know, mm. my plan was to go into full-time ministry. Mm. And there was no churches that were hiring at that time. Yeah. It, it was so uncertain. Um, and And it was so funny because me and Caleb were just kind of living in that, like, well, everything's out of our control, so we'll just pray and hope something comes up. And so an apartment came up, and we were, you know, excited. It seemed like the perfect situation. Um, you know, a couple weeks before we are supposed to move in, the people who owned it said, hey, it's it's not going to work out. We, don't, we won't have it ready in time. Um, I'm so sorry. So then we were kind of back at square one, but now with, like, two weeks, Mm. And uh, it was just funny how it happened. We, we came across this place in Lake mm. Stevens. Um, we're able to rent it within like a week. And it was actually really funny because the, the person who we were talking to, you know, she's feeling uncertain as well, our landlord. And she's like talking to my husband. So I see you're a pastor. How do you afford to live places was basically <laughs> like her <laughs> question. Yeah. And I was so lucky at that time to have, I was working at a restaurant, but uh, it didn't take that big a hit. So I was having steady income. Nice. Caleb nice. had steady income here at the church. And it was just funny because all these things felt uncertain. Yeah. Like I didn't know where I was going. We didn't know where we were going to live. We didn't really know what the future of our jobs looked like, mm. you know, because there was a possibility uh, that we could not have our job. Yeah. We just didn't know what yeah. was going to happen. Um, but to literally give it up to the Lord and go, we don't 
have any answers. So God, can you provide? And just to see mm-hmm. him provide, mm-hmm. that's a moment that really strengthened our faith moving forward, especially yeah. as we continued to walk through the pandem- pandemic and yeah. uncertainty and, you know. So you talked about a moment where you both just gave the Lord control and say, okay, yeah. we trust you. Had you not had that, how do you think maybe the same situation would have worked out if you had just mm-hmm. continued to just try to force it by your will yeah. or your power or lack thereof and yeah. just, you know, make this happen? What, what do you think would have happened? I think one of two things or both things. The first is we would have ended up in a place that was not as good maybe even cost more money that we were desperate to get into. But yeah. like when we came down to it, um, we would have made something happen that wasn't the right fit and immediately wished we were not in that situation anymore. And that's kind of almost what we did. Yeah. We almost said like, well, this feels like a sure thing. So let's do it even though it's not perfect. Yeah. And luckily by the Lord's grace, he made it not work out. <laughs> and um, yeah, but we would have ended up being somewhere where we didn't want to be. Mm. Or the opposite, we could have still ended up in this place, but worried the entire time Mm. and stressed the entire time. And when I think about, you know, three, four weeks of just feeling Mm. uncertain, um, unconfident, anxious, like three constant weeks, because that would have been terrible. But instead, we said, Lord, give us peace. Mm. And we truly had peace in that moment. And man, that was, that's so much better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Leaning into the Lord's power in comparison to leaning into our own power is so valuable. I think one of even the dangerous things of people feeling like I'm in control, I have the power is even forcing something to happen and it working out to some degree is a great opportunity or a bad opportunity, if you will, for someone to just think, yeah, that's why I should be in control. That's why I, you know, that's why other people need to listen to me. That's why the Lord needs to listen to me. I'm going to pray prayers that I expect God to do the same thing, you know, to do things the way I expect him to. It's just a dangerous perspective. And um, so when it comes to our faith, right, I mean, there's a very practical example of we don't have a place to live, Lord, and it doesn't feel like anything's working out. Help us. When it comes to our faith, what are some small steps Mm -hmm. that people can do to remind themselves that, no, we're not powerless, that, no, no, we're not um, destitute, but in our actions, in our strength, we choose to give things over to the Lord Mm -hmm. instead. What What are some small ways that people can practice relying on the Lord's power instead of relying on their own, you think? Yeah, I think the first, um, whatever you can do to wake up in the morning, and fix your focus on God. Hmm. Whatever you can do. There was a while where the first thing I would do is I'd wake up and I'd scroll my phone, Mm. look at emails, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Now I wake up, I make coffee, and sometimes I have to sit there for 15, 20 minutes before my brain is awake, Hmm. but I'll open up my Bible. Um, And and a lot of times it will be just a five-minute read. It won't be Hmm. for hours. Um, But the first thing that I do focusing on the Lord, it reframes my whole entire day to go, God, I'm focusing on you. Okay, this thing is coming up. I'm going to think about God now because Mm -hmm. this is the first thing that I thought of this morning. He's the first person that I want to go to. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever that looks like. For some people, you still want to scroll your phone in the morning in your bed. Put the Bible app on your phone. Read the Bible really quick. You know, just 
anything you could do to read three, four verses in the moment in the morning, mm-hmm. pray for five minutes. Um, that will change so much of your day. Um, and then I think the second thing is bringing community into your circumstance. Mm. Because when I, I, Pastor Lexi is a great example. She's one of the people that I go to often when I'm in circumstances that feel out of my control. Um, and when I'm sitting there having a pity party, God, I don't know mm. why you're making things happen this way. Why aren't you giving me the things that I'm praying for? Why is my circumstance the way that it is? How come they have something that I don't have? It is amazing to have a friend that will always point me back to Jesus. Mm. Um, Or who will be the hands and feet of Jesus. And in a time when I am down and out, uh, she'll find a way to encourage me. Mm. Sometimes she'll buy me coffee, Mm. uh, give me a present, which I love. (laughs) No, she's an amazing friend. But when I can bring community into my circumstance... It makes my circumstance feel smaller. Well, that's even like a good point. I just think about that oftentimes feeling like we have all the power and we have everything figured out on our own. Yeah. It, it's it's born out of pride. Yeah. And oftentimes we even try to follow Jesus just on our own. Like, yeah. I can do this. I can figure this out. I have everything I need. I don't need anybody around us. And I just even think about, you know, knowing your relationship with Lexi, how much more strength you have. Yeah in being willing to allow other people into your lives, even rely on other people, you know, how much that makes you stronger Mm -hmm. than you already are just because you're, you're allowing other people to be a part of that journey. That's a great point. That's a great point. So, I mean, those are the two things that I can think of off off the top of my head. One thing I did want to add is like, we're talking about circumstances that um, feel out of our control, but sometimes, sometimes still feel within our grasp. Hmm. I have been in other situations when things have been done to me and uh, whether it be an abuse of power or, yeah, I mean, a lot of times that Hmm. that is what it was. And sometimes when you're in those situations, those really do feel powerless because you're bringing God into your circumstance, but just people are being human and not right. And I did want to take a second to address those because I think it's easy to go, yeah, make God the first thing you think of every day or bring community into your circumstance. But when your circumstance feels so personal Mm. that when you talk about it, it brings up things that emotionally you don't always know how to handle. I think that can be hard. And so I think um, there are bigger circumstances where I would say, find someone really safe to talk to, whether that be mm. a therapist or a friend, you know, that you can trust right off the mm. bat. And I know I'm taking this to a really serious place, but I think there's different types yeah. of powerlessness, right? Yeah. And I don't want people to to think like, well, that situation isn't the same as what I'm going through. Yeah. Because I've been in both. Yeah. Um, and I handle them very differently. Yeah. And so if you're in one of those circumstances, I think know that you are stronger than you think you are, that the Lord gives you strength each and every day, that um, you can handle these things, even though they feel big or overwhelming, Mm. know that there is no circumstance too big for our God. Mm. And so in those moments when you feel like you're drowning, when you truly do feel powerless in a different type of way, know that the Lord is carrying you even when you feel weak. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That's good. I mean, just to, to affirm that again, the idea that you may, you know, whoever's listening to this, to this mm -hmm. podcast, or even as we're talking and these things hit home for us, like people could be facing small things in which they feel like they don't have any power yeah. or very large, mm -hmm. difficult, complex things. And, you know, just to reiterate what Sierra said, reaching out, finding help, any pastors on staff, yeah. you know, we would love to to um, help and encourage and work to find resources to help people in those situations. Yeah. And and even as you say that God is with us, mm -hmm. God has the power to change these things. Yeah. One of the things that I'm always reminded of whenever I face a situation that feels like it's over my head, is just the idea that I may be surprised, mm -hmm. I may be taken aback, I may not know what to do, but God's not surprised. Yeah. God, wherever we are today, God's not wondering what plan B is. Right. He's completely in control. And we can just rely on community, rely on others around us, rely on God's word, um, and remind remind ourselves that we're not alone. We're not alone. Mm -hmm. So anything else you want to say? No, that's great. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we're going to continue on in these. Um, but again, just remember that Jesus is with you wherever you find yourself today. Yeah.